Our past is just that, our past. Embracing it is a huge component of making us successful and making us understand why we do what we do. That's going to be the topic of today's podcast. So about a month or so ago, I heard an ESPN 30 for 30 podcast, and this is a spinoff. I say a spinoff, or it's a kind of a copy of uh, the 30 for 30 ESPN show, which has some uh, great stuff to it. And I'm uh, being a documentary junkie. I love watching some of that stuff sometime. So this particular podcast was, this was a fall uh, five-part podcast that covered in great detail uh, all which transpired back in 2014 with uh, Donald Sterling and with his fallout of and the, of the NBA. And so, look, if you're not familiar with who that is, the Reader's Digest version, and yes, that kind of dates myself, uh, it goes like this. So a multi-billionaire real estate mogul and NBA team owner is, is uh, recorded by a disgruntled mistress. So he had this girlfriend on the side and things were going crazy and started recording some calls. And one of the recordings highlighted a racially loaded rant that uh, David Sterling went on about this mistress and Magic Johnson. So from once those tapes surfaced, an investigation ensued. And what happens when people start looking into things are going to find things. And they found that uh, many other racist acts throughout Donald's uh, life uh, came to surface. Ultimately, what happens? Donald Sterling loses his team, the L.A. Clippers, and he's banned from the NBA. Now, in that story, the one part that struck me the most, and I'll admit I love some of the drama. That's just me being completely honest. But one of the things that kind of stuck with me from that entire podcast was the way that Donald Sterling just essentially lived his life. And they made a one segment of it talked about how he was constantly running away from his past. So er, he was born Donald Takowitz, and he was born to Jewish immigrants, Susie and Mickey Takowitz. And in 1958, he started, he changed his name, him and his wife at the time, uh, well, current wife still, even through all this, yeah, crazy, I know, they made a decision that uh, to change their name. And some of the things that they stated were the difficulties in pronouncing Takowitz and the belief that it would also avoid confusion uh, amongst their friends and would have monetary benefits when it came to matters of business. And this came from some quotes from an article that was put out by Forbes magazine. Now, translation to me, what does that mean? He was ashamed of his Jewish background and the stereotypes that are associated with uh, being Jewish. Now, around the same time period, I started listening to this, uh, the Gary V audio experience now this is a podcast by a multi-millionaire and i think this guy one day probably will be a billionaire uh, gary vaynerchuk and what's the story again reader's digest version he takes advantage of the internet back in the light 90s his dad uh owned a, a liquor store and had some wine business and he turns that wine business into a lucrative online business and he started recording some uh educational videos and stuff around how to select wine etc today he's now a best-selling author he's a media company owner entrepreneur social media influencer and overall as he calls himself a, a hustler now as a kid he would buy and sell baseball cards and other memorabilia and while he probably doesn't have to do that today if you follow him at all you can see that he'll share some of these garage sale hunts that he uh, goes on 
And so to me, the contrast, unlike Donald Sterling, Gary Vee embraced his past and he's constantly sharing that on all the content that he puts out on how it's a part of who he is today. Now, I'm sure that as while I was, you know, getting ready to prepare for this episode and, and a complimentary article that's on LinkedIn, I was trying to think of some similar and I'm sure they exist Latino or and Latina stories on both ends of the spectrum. Right. Those that embrace their their Hispanic heritage or Latino heritage and others that are running away from it. But uh, just being completely honest, these were the two most contract uh, contrasting examples that came to mind at the time that I was planning this episode and the article out. Now, what does this mean to me? So why did I bring this up? So my humble beginnings are a huge part of what drives me and overall what has made me into who I am today. Now, the struggle that my parents faced as immigrants from Mexico and the quote unquote limited preparation again for the quote unquote the real world that they were able to provide for me has helped me out in 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 the at work and in the boardroom more than anyone would ever expect more than even I expected at times. Now, my parents taught me about work ethic and how to treat people. And of course, how did these lessons come? They weren't uh, workshops and stuff. These came in the form of washing my dad's taxi and helping my mom sell Avon door to door when uh, when I was younger. And later we were throwing newspapers with them before I went to school and working through the weekends. And another part was reselling stuff or buying and reselling items at a flea market every weekend. And that was in San Antonio at uh, Buzzy's Flea Market. And even till this day, I can't uh, help but want to go to flea markets altogether. Now, let's fast forward for a little bit. And once I finally got into college and I did return at the age of 24, this immigrant professor by the name of Dr. Dimitri, we call him uh, Dr. D at San Antonio College. Now, I he poured into me and other minority candidates about the about engineering and what it had to offer. And he was a huge impact for me in 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 deciding to stick with engineering. Now, he was so impactful, so much so that he was the only professor that I was inclined to invite to my modest graduation dinner several years later. Right. So nowadays, I'm proud to advertise that I'm a product of the community college system. I ultimately did graduate from the University of Texas at San Antonio. Again, if you think about UTSA, relatively unknown school when it's compared to schools like LSU and Texas A&M, MIT, Georgia Tech. And these are just some of the first schools that popped into my head when I think about uh, where I work and some of the alumni that are here. Today, I am a mechanical engineer and I'm a proud employee of Exxon Mobil Corporation. Uh, some of the things that I've done, I've contributed to huge projects. I've led groups of over 50, uh, sometimes up to 100 people. Um, in my various roles, I've helped to solve some major customers, right? So ExxonMobil does have some customers, huge Fortune 500, Fortune 100 companies. And I was able to work on some of their needs as part of some of the projects that I've had. And currently, I uh, help our entire chemical corporation or I'm sorry, our entire chemical company uh, make the right decisions on our feedstocks and what we're going to be using for all of our plants in North America. Right. So to me, regardless of what your background is, you should embrace it. 
Embrace it for what it is. It's a deep part of who you are and what you have to offer. In my opinion, it's so embedded in what you do and what we do and how we think and how you how uh, we treat people, often to a level that we can't comp comprehend. And this is where you start getting into those conscious and unconscious biases. But to me, with time, it becomes clearer and it should be a source of pride, not negativity. Even if your past is entangled in negativity, and that can mean a variety of things, overcoming those negative aspects and adjusting to how you are is as impactful for those that had a relatively positive beginning. It is my advice that if you're currently running away from your past, you need to stop. I don't think it ends well. If you're currently dealing with your past, again, aren't we all? I would suggest that you get some help. Now, I'm not talking about professional help necessarily. I'm talking about now, although I will say in some cases that is needed. I'm talking about mentors and friends that can help you by simply hearing you out, sharing their experiences and just being there. In my opinion, people need people and many times solace, right? Relativity, people bonding, being relatable, all that can be found just by talking to people, sharing your stories and vice versa. Again, when you have two options about embracing your past or running away, my hope is that you really consider taking into account how it is a huge part of you and make it part of your narrative. I appreciate you listening. I hope that you will share this uh, podcast or share your opinions on this topic. I believe this is one that isn't necessarily talked about too often. Uh, as always, if you would be so kind as to leave a comment or leave a review or rating, if you're listening on, on the Apple a podcast or sharing your opinions or recommendations on the comment section, whether it's on LinkedIn or on uh, Instagram or wherever you found this, that would be incredibly helpful. Um, I hope is that this uh, content gets out in an organic fashion. And of course, in this day and age in social media, comments and shares and likes are how that happens. I appreciate you listening and look forward to our next discussion.